I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries bunch of low key games today but James Harden still found a way to stand out yet again helping a shorthanded nets to a comfortable victory over the clippers Ja Morant was terrific a last a second win over the Phoenix Suns who are no longer on top of the western conference while the grizz continue to remain in fourth and kind of strengthening their position there uh, we'll talk about the grizz in today's episode we'll also talk about the bulls who had a impressive win against the atlanta hawks the hawks are in kind of a, a bit of a trouble i would say they've been losing games uh, they're finding they're yeah. out of the play plain spot and that's surprising at this spot, this point in the season mm. so we'll talk about the bulls a bit we'll talk about the grizz a bit a fun episode coming up whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us tanvi and shlok we are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy mindset and everything sport so tune in to the millennial athlete every monday only on the ivm podcast network trust us it's going to be lit All right, uh, let's start with the Memphis Grizzlies. They won a thriller against the Phoenix Suns, 114 to 113. Ja Morant was amazing, 33 points. Desmond Bain was amazing, 32 points. Stephen Adams got 16 rebounds and 13 points. He, he had a great game as well. The Grizzlies are 21 and 14, fourth place in the Western Conference. And while we've been talking about this team quite a bit since the last season, since they knocked out the Warriors, since they gave Utah Jazz a bit of a scare in the playoffs, but we didn't really see this coming right i at yeah. max expected okay they'll get into play and maybe they'll get into the playoff they'll win the play and get into the playoff again this is not the year but they're up up and coming team but looking at this team looks like they're there already i mean they're in fourth place i don't expect them to go ahead and win the western conference i don't see them beating the no, jazz and the, the warriors <laughs> the three teams above them deserve to be the top three teams sure but everyone else i think they can beat them in the playoff series you can beat the clippers you can beat the lakers you can beat the nuggets mavs portland whoever it may be i think the grizz are definitely the fourth best team in the west do you agree with that it, again regular season only yeah, my stance has <laughs> remained the same for any of these upstarts without obvious ingredients like experienced players or experienced superstars and veterans my my take remains the same i will believe it when i see it in the playoffs they're great so far and and it's not belittling belittling them they're well on track to whatever four or five year plan they have of mm-hmm. growing this team it's a young team so they're great uh, they're exactly where they should be if not better but if the question is now are they among the big guns and will we count them there there i'd probably uh, push back and say no i i want to see it before i uh, before i start believing in it because sure they're better than the clippers uh, mm-hmm. in the regular season can they beat the clippers in a seven game series i don't know they probably can and they'll probably scrape through but it can get tricky if paul george has his way if points start uh, falling if uh, the grizzlies start um, because your decision making is most suspect when you're under pressure that's really when the superstars emerge mm-hmm. uh, what if there's a high pressing game that the clippers play and they're capable of playing defense like that for a few games they're capable of doing that over a season they're not going to put in that kind of effort but they're capable of doing that will the grizzlies hold up will they will they still have clarity in in their offense will it be as fluid if the mm-hmm. if the whole game plan of the opposition is to not let it be fluid at all 
what do they do then is their movement going to be on point do they trust each other are they going to make that extra pass all of these things start coming to the forefront in the playoffs and i can see enough teams giving them a run for their money giving them a spot of bother denver nuggets i think their best hope is if there's some sort of uh, one month pause or something that allows some semblance of fitness recovery maybe i don't know fingers crossed jamal murray comes back for the playoffs or some such thing if that happens but but otherwise yeah, i agree with them but the mavs can take on the grizzlies i think the mavs fully fit can take out the grizzlies i think the okay. clippers can give them trouble um uh, yeah the rest of the rest of the team though, you want to talk about the lakers <laughs> I, i don't know i don't know if they'll get to the playoffs so i don't want to get talk about i don't want to speculate about what they'll do in the playoffs i have my doubts if they'll get there now why i'm so bullish on the grizzlies is that jamorant their main player the superstar right he missed 11 games and the grizzlies went 10 and 1 in that stretch without jamorant yeah, yeah. uh including the biggest ever win in the nba against okc which nobody really cares but yeah. Jamorant was missing. Uh, Dylan Brooks, who's probably the second best player in the draft, like he missed more games than Jamorant. Yeah, and yeah. He, they're still in that position. Uh, Jaren Jackson Jr. is having a great year. Desmond Bain, he went thirtieth in the twenty twenty draft. He's having a career year. He's averaging sixteen yeah. points. Nobody yeah. saw that coming. There are like four players on this roster who averages sixteen points, and that itself sh- shows that it's a well-rounded team. They have the depth in that. Uh, the top four are scoring sixteen points, mm-hmm. and there's Stephen Adams. After that, there's Kyle Anderson off the bench. There's Uh, Tyus Jones off the bench. There are yeah. a lot of players off the bench who can yeah. get them these points and these wins, and it's a great hustle team, right? I mean, you saw the way they troubled Steph Curry in the first game. Yeah, they can do this to Donovan Mitchell if they meet him. They can do this to Paul George if they meet him. They can do this to Damian Lillard if they meet him. And seeing their defense hustle really gets me excited. And this is why I'm really bullish. I think they can last one round in the playoffs against. any of these teams which are not the top 3 in the west yeah they can i don't think it's a given that's my that's my point if you are a top 4 team in the in the in any conference you should easily be able to get past the first round it should be an upset if you don't win mm-hmm. in the first round what if they play play the mavs in the first round i don't think i'll consider it a big upset if the mavs trounce the grizzlies or or overcome them in some shape or form mm-hmm. uh so in then in that case then you're not yet ready to be a playoff team and that's why i say i want to see it first i want to see them okay. do this under pressure i want to see them in a knockout format i want to see them play away from home down two games in the series and see what they they've got in front of a hostile um away crowd not everyone's made for it and not overnight anyway some people are like trey young they'll they'll blow the roof off mm-hmm. and under pressure and they thrive under pressure some people uh will take time to get there maybe a season or two's worth of learning and then some people never get there and that's okay mm-hmm. they still continue to have hall of fame careers so uh the playoffs are a different animal it's easy to look at regular season form and take it for granted the bucks should have been in four finals in a row if that was the case but that's not quite how it works and uh closer to home for the grizzlies the jazz should have been in three finals if that was the case not the case so um I, it, there there is still many a slip uh, let's see what they do in the playoffs Would uh, Jamarant make your uh, All-Star team this year? He's he's had a great leap, right? He was averaging 19 points last year. He averages 23 this year. Uh, great leap from 6.9 assists to 7.4 assists. Yeah. His shooting percentages have gone up. It's a great leap. He's one of those players who would always be in the most improved player conversation. But I don't think he's past that stage now. He should not get the most improved player. I think he should make an All-Star team. Would you agree on that? I mean, would you give him a chance in the All-Star team? Maybe not a starter, but in the lineup at least. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, not starter, but off the bench, I think for sure. Uh, not only has he been consistently improving every year, that's for academic interest. But uh, the All-Star game ultimately is the showcase of the best in each conference. Yep. For yep. his position, is he up there? 
there's tight competition i don't think it's a straight decision um he's been doing well but if you take him out of the most improved category and if you say he's mm-hmm. passed that stage it's year 3 by the way so i think that might be a little early premature but if we take him out of that then then what you're saying is he should be compared with with the best of the rest in the west yeah why wow, didn't mean for that to rhyme uh, <laughs> should be compared with everyone else in the west and then it's open season because he's a backward player he's a not very large but uh, very athletic guard okay who's his competition there's two spots in the all star mm-hmm. game for mm-hmm. for this position who's his competition he's got steph who's going to mm-hmm. rank ahead of him who's so a lock for the starter <laughs> yeah so that's one spot gone then you look you look at chris paul and devin booker for me right now they are both better than jamar and let's mm-hmm. make the argument that jamar is better than chris paul i don't think he's better than booker okay. so booker goes ahead of him then mm-hmm. you move a little bit on i don't think jamar is better than donovan mitchell at this stage in his career okay. he can be i i am even willing to bet he will be a better player overall than donovan mitchell down the stretch Mm-hmm. right now that's not the case mitchell has that little bit more experience and uh, that little bit more trickery up his sleeve and so on so donovan mitchell goes above him hey look at paul george mm-hmm. okay benefit of doubt let's call paul george a wing player let's not put him in the backward category jamarant lucky lucky escape <laughs> okay. you look at the nuggets uh, well, they've got no one so you <laughs> go on <laughs> yeah. you look at luka where do you put luka is your wing is your point guard i'd say i think he is a backward player Yeah so, then, the yeah so then that's uh, nice to know you jamrand so far so good but you know <laughs> and there's demon lillard who's not in the top 10 team so <laughs> yeah lillard all right you know lillard i'm i'm okay putting morant uh, uh, ahead of lillard because this season lillard's uh, sunk it up uh, yep. albeit most of it because he's been carrying an ab- abdomen injury but whatever his performance has not been all star worthy this this season thus far so lillard's out then you got anthony edwards by the way who doesn't have the mm-hmm. records to show for it but that's something you would consider in an mvp race all star game nobody gives a damn you want the best players to be on the court edwards is up there man uh, yeah with, uh, with i mean jamorant is up there because every time i watch so for me that the... he's played that day he would definitely have one of the highlight plays yeah so for me that's <laughs> the direct competition jamorant and edwards both pretty young in their careers mm-hmm. um both up starts jamorant's a year senior that's about it uh, and both should have been number one picks it's a travesty that one of them is not <laughs> so for, for me it's it's a clash of the titans there but that's the bracket jamurant is in for me right now the moment you say he's out of that and he's in the major leagues he's mm-hmm. going to get trounced by way too many people and this is a this is an a world where clay thompson isn't fit otherwise he'd have him to contend with and then there'd be yeah. a jamal mari and then there'd be a westbrook in any other year if not for the fact that he's on the lakers thinking it up uh, he'd be right up here um competing with this and then with a slightly better team you are also facing off against sga he'll be in the conversation slightly better team darren fox comes into the competition so i think jamurant there's a little bit of a way to go uh, dejante mari is going to be up here soon in this conversation yep. so yeah i i think jamurant can be better than most if not all of these players but he's not there yet so for me he's still in that deserves to be in the mip contention uh, okay. yeah category rather than okay he's there he's there let's let's go he's not a tatum yet he's not a donovan mitchell yet he's not quite at that level it take maybe a year or two more luka exploded onto that level by by year 3 yep. jamran not quite yep. hey everybody it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network on raw and organic ekta tibrawal founder of savage app deconstructs the online versus offline fitness debate with kunal rajput 
On the Filter Coffee podcast, Rajneesh Kumar, former SBI chairman, talks to Karthik. They discuss his journey with the bank. On Smarter with Sid, learn how to spot the most obvious thing with the help of the invisible gorilla experiment. On Marathi Kirkitun, Rajiv and Manik reveal the flavor of G.D. Madhulkar's lesser-known poem, Visartha Visrena. And on Hanswani, hear how a lonely man finds a purpose to live in the story Kachra Baba. Do follow us on social media. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. We'd also really appreciate any ratings or reviews you can give us on any of the platforms that we're listening on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or IVM Podcast app. Whatever you're listening, do let us know that you are listening. I'd also like to remind you all that we have a number of YouTube channels where a number of shows are available. You can go to ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube to check out what channels we have. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Cred, Bank of Baroda, CoinSwitch, Kuber, and Intel. Thank you so much for making this possible. Okay, we spoke about almost every guard in the West, so let's move to the yeah. East. <laughs> Zach Levine, is he one of the all-star this year? For sure, right? He's averaging yeah, around so 25 good. points along with his yeah. teammate, Dimar DeRozan, who's also averaging around similar numbers. And then you add Vucevic onto that, who's averaging 19 in his last four games. The three of yeah. them combined score scored 89 yeah. points today. Uh, look at this. 89 points, 25 assists with <laughs> 5 turnovers only. 11 of 18 from 3. Yeah. Incredible <laughs> scenes. I mean, this Bulls team when we started off talking at the start of the season we said, we don't know what to expect. They'll be a fun team to watch. They'll be explosive. They'll get the points. Who's going to defend for them? Well, they've had the worst luck in the NBA, I think, barring uh, Bro- Brooklyn Nets and guess what? Both of those teams sit in the top 20 Eastern Conference. Hmm. Uh, initially, they had the Patrick Williams uh, get injured. He was out for the season. He's ruled out for the season. Then Vucevic was probably one of the first players to go into COVID protocols this season. He was the first one there. Then Lavin and DeRozan both went into COVID protocols. And when they both came back, Lonzo Ball is now gone. And Caruso is not fit. They've had, they've not had a fit team at all this year. And yet, they sit in the second place in the Eastern Conference, winning seven of the last nine games. They've had an amazing stretch. All of these guys, whenever they get the chance, beat Lavin, beat DeRozan, beat Vucevic now, everyone's balling out. Do you think it's time to say that the Bulls can, maybe I think they can't beat the Bucks, but can they beat the Brooklyn Nets if they run into them in the second round of the playoffs, maybe? Not not a fit Brooklyn Nets. I think Harden and Durant is too much for the Bulls to handle, no matter what mm-hmm. they do. Uh, because... Then they don't yet. They sit where they sit in the league, largely because of their offense. They don't have a bad defense, um, but it's not upper crust elite. Like the Cavs' defense is better, though the Cavs mm-hmm. simply can't hope to compete with the Bulls overall. The Cavs' defense is better. The the Warriors, all of these teams ha- are fantastic both ends of the floor. Um, Phoenix, for that matter. But uh, with the Bulls, that defense is just still, and it could be just. New team, bunch of new players. It takes a while for that chemistry and that understanding to get built. But uh, defensively, they're not there. They have some great individual contributors on defense. DeRozan's great. Um, Caruso. Lonzo is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, from day one, I've been saying this from yep. from the day you got drafted. Uh, Caruso uh, gives them a lot of effort. I think he was leading the league in steals until not too long ago. Uh, so individually, they're all great. But team defense overall, just shutting the team down when they need to. It's it's something where. Uh, they have not been doing a phenomenal job. They're good, they're not great. Part of that could also be that their offense is so potent that they can get away with not having uh, to give their life on defense, but that's the mark of a championship team. They do it regardless. 
like a warriors team will defend with ferocity regardless of what kind of lead they have it's not like they'll give you an easy buckets same with the sun same with even the clippers for that matter wherever they can um i think that's my biggest shortcoming so when you have that frailty uh that potential drawback mm-hmm. uh harden and durant is just too much to to contend with there's nobody that can guard durant anyway in general uh least of all on the on the bulls so what what they want to put whichever on the perimeter it's not going to work <laughs> so uh for that reason i think the nets would be a mountain too high but but every other team uh outside of the bucks and the nets i think they should be able to fancy beating in fact i'd go so far as to say i'm comfortable saying chicago should be the favorites in any matchup that doesn't involve them taking on the bucks or the nets they can take on miami mm-hmm. cavs 76ers the rest of the list celtics on it whoever gets there from those playing games i think i'd i'd expect it to be a tremendous upset if the bulls lose to any other but the bucks and the nets eh. i think they can still survive with their defense uh, for me the biggest weakness in this bulls lineup is their bench look at their bench who are these guys derek jones yeah, junior yeah. kobe white dosunmu troy brown junior javonte green alex caruso i agree great player mm-hmm. uh, great player to come off the bench rest of them now nah, on a championship team i don't think so i mean if you look at the bucks last season they had bobby porter's coming out and contributing connaughton yeah. coming out and contributing this year they have george hill to that who can score three at will uh tucker i don't think tucker also last season that's they had the, pj tucker he yeah. was great on kevin yeah. durant right? yeah. i don't think the bulls have that kind of a no, roster no. yet beyond their starting five and caruso so beyond their starting six you could call it and i think that's where they fall uh a level below the bucks and the uh, nets yeah no the nets don't have a starting three also but <laughs> but their top two are so yeah. good that you don't yeah. need three for five <laughs> yeah it's a bit like the lakers in the bubble championship year right exactly. top heavy but it works because when the top two are fit it's just a juggernaut it's something like that with the nets yep yep i mean look at them look, look at the number of injuries they've had first of all they've had one part of their uh, superstar trio just sit out the entire season then they had a bunch of games missed to p- protocols and this and that and whatever else durant's missed games here and there hardens had to miss a couple of games here and there a lot of their other support staff and crew also missed games at one point they were two steps uh, two steps away from signing political leaders in brooklyn to come and play for them for a 10 <laughs> day period they didn't have players they had nobody on the court and they still sit comfortably at the top there and above 700 team despite all this and that's in the regular season uh, watch out in the playoffs it will take a box to knock them out i don't think anyone and that's the beauty of having james harden or kevin durant yeah. in your team right you just need one of those guys and four Absolutely. other regular guys who can just play basketball to get a win against anyone i mean this is a team that beat the lakers with lebron james <laughs> with nobody with james harden and nobody else on the floor so yeah i mean they could it would have found it tough to beat lebron james with nobody else on the floor the problem was he had westbrook on the floor and he had uh, <laughs> I think there's a point in every episode there has to be a Westbrook slander right or else the episode feels incomplete. I mean even if he's not playing we find a way to slander Westbrook. I mean he doesn't get wins that's my problem. We got to find a new team for Westbrook. I I mean <laughs> I think he's best at at a team where he can shine be the superstar do everything for the team. and and pull them to the playoffs and and get them Detroit Pistons should be something like that because it just doesn't <laughs> work his play style when when he has to be in synergy with a like instead of James Harden you had you put Westbrook in the nets with Kyrie and Durant it wouldn't have worked James Harden's greatest achievement yep. was he somehow fit in he put the team first 
he made sure he integrated with everyone on the team and yet uh, nine games out of 10 he looked like a regular season mvp for them yes, that's outstanding yes. that's something it's amazing i mean is one of those guys i don't really enjoy watching i mean yeah. on those rockets team right he used yeah, to just dribble the ball for 20 yeah. seconds and then pull out a three pointer he used to score those three pointers but it was boring basketball you really didn't want to see that when you see on the other side warriors just moving the ball across fast mm-hmm. fast 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 and you see james harden is not really the kind of player you want to watch yeah. But then he came to the Nets team and he's totally transformed himself. He's like, okay, don't want me to take 30 shots. I won't take 30 shots. I'll just pass yeah. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And he does an amazing job of that. And when Kevin Durant sets out, he takes the charge. He takes the lead. And that's a hallmark of a great, great talent. And well, got to admit that I've kind of turned into a Harden fan now. Hmm. <laughs> well, back to I saw but sort of jumping back to your original question, which is does Levine make the playoffs, uh, the playoffs mm-hmm. cut? Mm-hmm. Uh, same argument again. Uh, it's difficult, right? It's yeah, very it's, difficult. He's a backward player, there. okay? So he's committing against James Harden. Boom, that's one spot gone. Right? That's gone. Trae Young, Trae Young, I think it's debatable, but all right, let's just say Trae Young is... Let's put him on par for now. Mm-hmm. And let's look mm-hmm. look around the league a little bit. Middleton, yeah, I think he's missed enough games for him to be out of contention. At least not against Levine. Uh, Miami is meh. Cleveland, no, not yeah. really. Like It's been a team effort. Ireland? Yeah, but mm, there's nobody that really on stands On the brink out. of it, but yeah, probably not there yet. Yeah, I think Cleveland's been a good team effort. There's no one superstar yep. performer that has emerged this season. Garland's sort yep. of led, but yeah, no other. Uh, 76ers, whatever, Maxi, etc., etc. Wizards, man. Again, all-round distributed yep. effort, nothing special. Mm-hmm. Um, Hornets, nope. Lamelo's had a bit of an off start to the year. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's at all-star. He missed a few right. games as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, Celtics, I don't know where, where the hell to qualify any of those players. I don't know if Tatum is a 1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> if Brown's a 3. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I'd, I'd feel okay saying this season, based on performance, Levine ranks above Jalen Brown. Maybe that'll change, mm-hmm. but for now, True. that's how it stands. True. Brown uh, missed a bunch of games, so yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and the rest of the league is is also mess. So maybe Levine has a good shot because the Raptors, FVV, etc. But they've largely the team has sucked. FVV also... As the numbers, but it's not really a superstar turn for him. Yep. Uh, Knicks, nobody, unless you count two games, Kemba, and and uh, for the... <laughs> so, really, he's just competing against Trey Young at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole Anthony, etc., I think, Levine's better. So, he's competing with who? Trey Young, James Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, really. Uh, that's that's a backcourt. <laughs> yeah, so, Levine, okay. So, Levine makes it, maybe, probably a starter also. I'd, I'd be okay putting Trey Young on the bench. Based on performance mm-hmm. alone, I'd be okay doing that. So, congratulations, Zach Levine. We officially name you uh, an Eastern Conference starter uh, in the West. Well, he was in the playoffs last season as well. So, I think I think he'll make it. It's pretty... Yeah, nobody I think in the Western Conference would have been tough for him. That's what I was saying. But Yeah, but Western sure, Conference right. has Steph logged in in one place. So, it's mm-hmm. just one spot to compete for. So Yeah, and they have Luka, Booker, etc. 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 It's just not going <laughs> to... Absolutely. Great game tomorrow coming up. Uh, the Denver Nuggets face the Warriors. Uh, Warriors without Draymond Green. But guess who's back? Andrew Wiggins is back. <laughs> yeah. And the Denver Nuggets uh, without everyone. So it's not. Denver really Nuggets much, has Nikola Jokic and yeah. Nikola Jokic and Nikola Jokic. That's pretty much it. He's putting up monstrous numbers. It's kind of scary to imagine what he'll do to this Warriors defense without Draymond Green. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of fancy the Denver Nuggets on this one. I just think Jokic is too strong and. The Warriors mm-hmm. don't have that kind of a personality to stop them, so and my that, pick is the... Be that, even if that's true, I don't think that's enough to put Denver over the line. They'll lose if the Warriors chill in the game. If the Warriors play, then they don't have a defense, man. With a defense, it's tough to stop Warriors from scoring. They have zero defense. 
it's a two game series they play back to back against each other yeah, i think yeah. they'll split the games so i don't think the warriors will chill in two games i think they'll split the games yeah so load management and then a win for the warriors so that's pretty much Is that your pick too? Yeah. Wow, we're not disagreeing on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, we'll come back and talk about that game tomorrow. Uh, that's all on today's episode. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. Alright, man. Cheers. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry, and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday, as i explore the strange obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before you can find us on the ivm podcast app website or wherever you get your podcast from <laughs>